Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Hi, this is Olivia Cook. And I'm Amber Daphne. And this is The Empowered Woman. Badass and unfiltered. We show women that they can still be a badass, make a difference in the world, leave a legacy, all while rocking their femininity. Now let's dive in. All right. So, Miss Bonnie Gale. Thank you so much for being with us today. I'm super duper excited for you to share uh, the wealth of knowledge that you have, no pun intended, (laughs) when it comes to money blocks. So um, I just want to quickly kind of let everybody know who you are and uh, we will get going. So Bonnie is what we call Miss Money Boss. Uh, she is the CFO of a bookkeeping service company. She's been the management of tens of millions of dollars over the last 29 years. Um, she's assisted startups in becoming profitable, restructured businesses in trouble. In fact, she had uh, helped eight different companies um, that were on the verge of bankruptcy uh, ter- help turn things around for them so that they became profitable within the six months. And she's also had some money trouble that have uh that has been turned around in huge crazy amazing ways so thank you so much for being with us today bonnie and uh i'm very excited to for you to share some of this knowledge oh thank you so much for having me and i so appreciate it (laughs) my favorite things to talk about yeah absolutely so tell me a little bit about what you're doing now when it comes to money blocks because i just went through your uh, upping your money mindset course, and it was phenomenal. So, tell us a little bit about that and kind of the backstory as to how that all came to be. Okay, so, um, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with kind of like how I kind of got into all of this stuff. Mm. So I was perfect. Not somebody who kind of knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. I was somebody who fell into it literally. I remember even when I went to college, I got a C in accounting. So nobody in the world, like especially (laughs) me, thought that I was going to be doing anything, you know, in the world of accounting or numbers or things like that. And then um, when I was 29 years old, I was, uh, I had a, I was working as a personal assistant and I met a CPA and she said, and I had set somebody up 
you know, to pay their bills, you know, using some accounting software, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And she was like, Oh, you want some other clients? I'm like, sure. Literally the next day I had four clients that were bookkeeping wow. clients. And I had never even gone to school to be a bookkeeper. I didn't even know what bookkeeping was. And the funny thing was, is that I ended up uh, working, ex learning my way through it and then getting trained when I got a much higher position that came within like three months of that. And wow. so I ended up becoming like a full charge bookkeeper within a month of actually doing all my training. And wow. then I started growing my company. And this was literally when I was 29 years old. And then um, I remember there was a time when one of my clients was like literally about to go bankrupt. Mm. And at the time I had, you know, constantly been warning them and they weren't listening to me and the owner just kept spending more money. And he was kind of like a lost cause, but somebody would always save him. Well, it came the time when nobody saved him. Mm. And I realized that, oh my God, I really like need to understand this stuff and I really need to know what I'm doing. And so I really started kind of learning the back end of business, not just his business, but all businesses, and really understood about how to study businesses from utilizing the numbers so that I could help people actually understand where they're going wrong in their business so that they can make those changes and then become profitable. You know, most of the clients, when I get them, they don't pay themselves, they can't pay all their bills, and they usually have a lot of debt. So one of the things that came out of all this, you know, from understanding all this is that we all have what I call money blocks, which are negative and limiting beliefs that we have around money. And I personally had my own. I have personally filed bankruptcy twice in my life. Mm -hmm. Once when I was 17 years old, because I did not know how to manage money. And once because of circumstance that I was in where somebody was coming after me for all my money. So I mm -hmm. filed bankruptcy. So a lot of times when you file bankruptcy, people have a lot of shame around that, right? And so Absolutely. then we start building up these negative emotions and beliefs and thoughts around ourselves and around money in general, because we feel like we're a victim, right? Mm. And so what I realized is that I wasn't gonna get ahead until I actually cleared my money blocks and understood this. And this took me years to understand. And I yeah. was making money all of these years. So like since I was 29, I was always making money. And I really only had one year that was a very challenging year financially. But what I found was, is that all the money that I made, I would blow. Mm. So even though I could earn the money, I wasn't able to keep the money. So my money blocks were around keeping the money more, right? But yeah. if I, but either way, it's a losing situation because then you become in the mindset like, I, well, I just need to make more. And if I make more, it's gonna shift. Every time you make more, it doesn't shift. Because yes, those I are think that the happens to a beliefs, lot right? of people. Mm -hmm. So like, so what are these limiting beliefs, you know, and how do we get them, right? Is mm -hmm. that's what I started to do the research on. And what I understood was we actually get what are money blocks in three different ways. Mm -hmm. So the first way is that we're actually physically born with them. And mm -hmm. that comes from generations of our family that went through hardship or 
maybe they were slaves or maybe they were poor, maybe they had poverty, whatever struggles your ancestors went through because mm. they didn't actually clear up all the emotions around it. It actually got passed down from generation to generation. And so even the wording that we choose and we use right when we're speaking comes from our limiting beliefs most yes. of the time. So a lot of times when you're listening to somebody and you're speaking to somebody and you're talking about, you don't even have to be talking about money, right? You could be talking about anything and you are going to hear that person like, you know, annihilate themselves, call themselves stupid idiots, or they're going to talk about something in a really, really negative way. That isn't a negative thing. Like money's not a negative thing. It's an energy. And yeah. it is something that we use as an exchange. So we basically trade money for other things, right? Or we exchange yes. money for other things. So it's really a give and take. So it's not a negative thing. But when we have beliefs like, you know, money is the root of all evil, then if you have money or if you potentially are going to earn a lot of money, then you automatically are calling yourself evil, that that's what's going to happen to you. And if you don't want to be considered evil, right? you're not gonna make any money. You're gonna self-sabotage without probably even realizing it. Exactly, exactly. So these beliefs are deep and they're deep-rooted and they're deep-seated. And here's the thing, most of the time, we're not even aware that we have them mm. because literally we are controlled by our subconscious, which, is, which are the things we are unaware of, really, on, you know, on a conscious level, 95% of the time. Yeah. So if you've had negative experiences with money or you have these negative beliefs about yourself, then every time it, you're going to go to make a decision, you know, that would literally up level you in some way. Like it could be an opportunity that you might get offered. Right. Um, it could be an investment that, you know, you might want to get yourself in. It could be, it could be collaboration with somebody. It could be getting a new client. And you could literally sabotage yourself out of it. Yeah. I know Quicker. that I've done that. And I think that I, I know a lot of people who have done that. <laughs> and you can do that quicker and easier than you can actually say yes to it. Believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, I do. I believe we that actually, because I've, I've seen it in my own life. And we actually talk ourselves out of it. Like we actually mm -hmm. debate ourselves around it. And then we tell ourselves all the reasons why we cannot do this and why we should not do this and why it's going to hurt us. So that we literally build up such a big case against it that, you know, trying to supersede that case is like almost physically impossible, yeah. right? But the good news is it's possible, okay? Yes. So like, where else do these beliefs come from? So those are like, the long-term ones, the ones that you've had like from, you know, lifespans, right? Right. Then there are, as you, now you're born into this world and right, and you have people that are taking care of you and people that are educating you and people that are your family and people that are becoming your friends and just, and then there are people that just outside influence you, right? Mm -hmm. And they start to give you messages based on the, their interactions with you and the experiences that they have with you. Mm. And sometimes it's just messages that they're just spewing to you 
just in a conversation and it has nothing to do with you. It's really has everything to do with them. But mm. inside those messages, what do we hear? We hear these negative and limiting beliefs and all the things that we cannot do, all the yes. things we cannot do, right? And the things that are really difficult and challenging. And you hear like all of these things that become so overwhelming, like you feel like you have this bubble around you, right? And you're just like being bombarded with all this stuff and you're like, just make it stop. Yeah, it's almost so, like it's uh, like lack mentality is where that lack mentality sort of comes from, hey? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's lack mentality and it's low vibrational thinking and it's limiting and negative beliefs that we have around ourselves and money, you know? Yeah. And when I say the things that we have around ourselves, that includes our abilities and what we can and cannot do. It's not just mm. our physical self. It's, you know, like, how do we operate in the world? Are we efficient? Are we effective? You know, do we see ourselves as productive, right? Or do we just talk about how busy we are all the time? You know, like, because busy means nothing. It, it is literally like- It's, it's like air. the word that everybody uses. <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. Right. Because we feel like sometimes we feel like we're busyness is almost, you know, doubted upon in, in our society in some ways. And, and there's there's good productivity and then there's busy, I feel. Exactly. So like so I've noticed that in my own communication and my own written word that I have started becoming much more aware since I work on my money blocks on the verbiage that I use when I'm talking about things. You know, so like, instead yeah. of telling people that I'm busy, I tell people that, you know, I was very productive today, you know, because productive is like a positive word, meaning that you're actually progressing forward, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Whereas busy, you could be stuck in the same place forever and be busy. Yeah. You know, one, I have yeah. a friend who literally, she always tells me she's busy and I'm like, well, what have you accomplished? Mm. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a slight subtle shift, but it's an energetic one that makes a huge, huge difference. And I, going through your, your program recently, uh, I mean, I found limiting beliefs that I didn't even know I had. Um, so yeah, this stuff fascinates me. And I mean, as you know, I had some pretty significant stuff happen to me even just starting this work so yeah it's it's pretty amazing how small tweaks consistently can make a huge impact exactly well and that's my belief my belief is that you know as we work on clearing these out you know and transmuting them so that we can actually work with them instead of having them work against us all of a sudden like something big happens and like a yeah. big shift you know and that's you know, and you saw in the course and you experienced having one of those big shifts yourself, like something yeah. that was like, that was nothing that you ever thought would be possible, right? No. Yeah, you were absolutely. in a situation that you didn't enjoy. You wanted to leave anyway, but you didn't. And then all of a sudden they made you this offer that you could not refuse. And it was like, oh my God, it's like, look, I was patient. I did the work, I was a good employee, and I actually opened myself up and I got a reward. 
Yeah, it was, uh, I still get goosebumps thinking about it. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. And that's a substantial, you know, that's substantial. That's huge, you know, because once you understand that that's possible, now you can replicate that. Mm -hmm. You can do that again. Yeah. All you have to do is remain open and remaining open is really a practice. Yes. No. And the I reason agree. it's, it's easy to slip back into um, the lack mentality and all that. So it is, I agree. It's very important to continue on with that work and, and keep going with it. Well, and the reason that it's a practice is because more messages are going to come in, right? Yes. And we still mm -hmm. haven't even talked about the third way that you get right. Facebook, right? So people are going to always be feeding you new information and you're going to always be taking in that new information. And if that information starts to become lower level, then you're going to slip back into, you know, recreating the situation that you were in for yourself before, which is what you don't want to do. Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So now we're going to talk about the third way that people get money blocks because this also has a huge impact on the way that people operate in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So your third way that you uh, get money blocks is from your own life experiences. So like if you were, when you were in school, maybe you failed your courses or maybe you didn't get an A like everybody else or maybe you were the kid in the family who got the lowest grades, right? And your report card. And how do you think that, you know, your parents treated you versus your siblings, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was, so that's a very young, that can be a very young life experience that can already put you into creating your own money blocks that are negative and limiting beliefs about yourself immediately, right? And even I, I can think of myself, I was the one who always had, you know, she never stops talking on the... <laughs> Or she's too much, right? Too she's much. Just too much. That is a message that I got a lot growing up. And I still, to this day, um, have to be very conscious of knowing that I'm not too much. If I'm too much, it's just the wrong people, right? It's like the my wrong car, energy I'm, you're with, right? I'm not, exactly. Like, I'm not energetically aligned with the people that I'm around. But that definitely, you know, thinking that I'm too much and thinking that, I, you know, I'm just all over the place. It definitely contributed to some of my money blocks. No question. Well, and especially like thinking that you're all over the place, because think about this, right? Think about energetically what all over the place means. It means you're scattered everywhere. Like yes. that there's no, you know, you're not coming together for anything. It's like, you're literally out there all over the place. And right. so how do you expect to literally be earning money, being profitable, being able to yeah. pay yourself when you're all over the place, right? right. <laughs> it's like I've literally I've like, reframed ah. Yeah. And I've learned to reframe that as the fact that I'm multi-passionate because I am. Exactly. There's lots of things that are important to me. And I can give all of those things focus just one at a time. But doesn't mean I have to only focus on one thing forever and ever, right? Being exactly. multi-passionate, I feel, is a gift because it allows Absolutely. me to keep life interesting. <laughs> well, for sure, for sure. And like, look, when I started my bookkeeping business, all I did was bookkeeping, right? I don't mm. even do the physical bookkeeping in my bookkeeping business anymore. I have bookkeepers that do that, that I've trained to be right. at a certain level. And so 
it's because like, I'm bored of that now. Like that's like the last thing I want to be doing, you know, and I've even done forensic accounting. Like in 2018, I had a massive forensic accounting project that literally was three months long where I slept three hours a night. And I did like 70% of the work because Mm. I had to figure out how to give the attorneys, this was for an embezzlement case. So I had to figure out how to give the attorneys what they wanted. So Mm -hmm. here's something super interesting, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to you about how energy works, especially with money and money blocks and stuff like this. So at the Mm -hmm. time I was doing that work, I had massive money blocks around keeping money, right? Mm -hmm. And here I am working on on an embezzlement case. And little did I know at the time that this investment that I had made, which was a sizable investment, turned out to be a whole embezzlement situation. So I was literally working on an embezzlement case as I was being embezzled. Now, now that's so crazy. Now, the embezzlement didn't come out until 2019. So I didn't know I was being embezzled at the time. I didn't find out until last year. But it was so crazy that here I was like literally doing a legal accounting work for an embezzlement case and I was personally being embezzled because yeah. I had money blocks and here I was working that through for somebody else, yeah. right? To be able to go to war and fight for that money. And here I was literally lost in the shuffle. Now, once I cleared up the money blocks, so that's what really spawned me. Like when I realized that I had made so much money last year and that I had lost so much money last year. Did you hear what I said? That I had made so much money last year and I had lost so much money. I realized it's not about making more for me anymore. It's about being able to keep it. Mm -hmm. And I need to clear up my money blocks because it's obviously affecting me. Right. And so that's what I did is I went to work and I was downloaded this, um, you know, this meditation called Money Vision Quest. And the interesting part about it is I got downloaded the first piece in 2018 when I was working on the embezzlement case. Wow. Hmm. However, when I went to, I was creating a program last year. And when I went to put it in the program, I got the messages that there were two missing pieces and that I needed to wait for those to come in. So I did. And that night, one of the pieces came in and I added it in. And the next night, the other piece came in and they added it in. And then last year, I launched it in a beta, mm-hmm. you know, to I think about 30 people or 35 people to get feedback, to get results. And then I had it translated by uh my by a shaman so that i understood what actually is inside of this meditation Mm -hmm. now that isn't necessary for other people to know but it was necessary for me to understand the energy behind it yes yeah yeah and And it is powerful (laughs) and i listen to it every night (laughs) and here's the thing the interesting thing is if you utilize it it works on everybody there is Mm -hmm. not one person if they use it as directed that it will not work on because that's part of the energy of it. And I didn't even realize it in even the elements that came in in the meditation. I didn't just make up those elements 
that was all downloaded to me in that sequence. Mm. So it was just pretty interesting. And then I started using the meditation and then putting it out for sale. And then I realized, okay, that's all great. However, there's this other piece that people need to work on, right? And that is to understand our money blocks and to like literally be open to releasing them because sometimes yeah. when they're stuck so deep inside your body, it's like you have resistance. Yeah. Now it works on the subconscious resistance, right? But how can you escalate it even more? Aside from allowing it to literally disintegrate in your body, you can also physically write things out, verbally write things out, visually see things out, audio, audio things out. So there are a variety of ways of physically getting something out of your actual body. Yes. And so when you do the great part about upping your money mindset game, number one is you hear all these other messages that people have too that are not just yours but yeah. that you can relate to and you know those are yours yeah. you just didn't come up with it this time right but when you, you realize go deeper yeah. you know that that one's coming up right yeah and so you actually get messages that you can start working with faster so working in a group basically escalates the energy of it and it energizes the group for everyone so and everybody's listening to it in the group so yeah. basically you get this like spiral of energy toward yes. everyone opening up and then look at the amazing stuff that happens yeah it's, it yeah very very powerful yeah very very powerful for sure and you know and here's the thing it's like when even all of the things that I talked about in the course, the interesting part is that I had a very basic course outline and then I did some spiritual practices and some spiritual things where I actually got information that I was going to, that I ended up disseminating out the next week to you guys. Mm. So it's yep. like, it's, it's amazing. Like when you open yourself up and literally, and you ask to receive not only money, but the downloads, the information, and everything and anything that's in your best and highest good, mm. right? The, that's where yeah. the magic happens. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's where people have quantum leaps. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. what you did with money in the time that you did it was a quantum leap. Yes, it was. You <laughs> activated that quantum leap by yeah. clearing yourself out, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm excited to, to, to do your course again, because I feel like um, uh, our mutual friend, Christina, who was in try with us, is, she always talks about us being infinite onions, <laughs> because there's always another layer, because like you said, there's always new things uh, coming in. So when you look at your history and what's happened and losing all the money with that embezzlement and whatnot, what has shifted for you this year since you've started to clear some things mm. out? I'm sure people would love to hear oh, that. Oh yeah, so that's a good one. Okay, <laughs> so look, I've had, I'm gonna be honest, I've had a successful business. I have a multiple six-figure business and I have, but this year, okay, I my business is up 45% now from last Maybe. year. Like what I've done so far this year is up 45% from what I did last year. And I had a really amazing business last year. I 
probably got about 30 new clients this year. And that is since wow. January. You know what I mean? I, that it's about 30. It could be more because like, I don't really sit and count them. Like last week I got seven. So it actually I remember is probably that. Yes. more. It, those seven haven't started yet, right? right? So when I get clients, the difference between me and most people is most people like they start working with the clients and they get paid immediately or upfront or whatever. For me, by the time I see the money, it's two to three months later. Mm. From the time that I initially engaged with the client, it's usually right. two to three months later. So I may not see that money right now, but I already know that I have the clients, you know, on the roster. Yes. And, right. and like most people, I don't lose my clients after a year or three months or six months because I have a business that's ongoing. So yes. I have a much higher retention rate than most people. So I'm very fortunate about that, but I also mm -hmm. don't charge, like my clients aren't paying me like 10 grand for a month or two months or three months. You know what I right. mean? Well, I, have, yeah. I, do have, I do have a couple clients that I get that amount of money for, but I do business management for those clients. Right. So that's, but that's not the majority. So the majority of my clients or smaller clients where maybe they're paying $300 a month. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I have a lot of, them. so like if some of them go away, my business doesn't go under because I have so much diversification that it's good. Yes. But what also has happened for me is this year for the first time in my life, I have saved through July. I saved $50,000. Amazing. It's going to be more now. I haven't done my numbers yes. for August yet. Right. But, um, when I do those numbers, then I'm going to even know more, you know, and yeah. right now in my business, I have like $55,000 in receivables. Those are people wow. that will pay me. I will get this money, but it's just, I don't have it yet. In and that's just at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's Amazing. a nice feeling to have. Like, Oh my it's, gosh. It's like, yes it's easy to operate under those circumstances versus chasing the money all the time, having yes. to like, uh, where is my next dollar going to come from? Or who is that next sale going to be? And feeling like you have to struggle. Mm -hmm. Like I would like, I, and my clients, I work with them on not struggling yes. because once you open yourself up to receive even money, okay. Or knowledge or wisdom, you also open yourself up to receive receive clients, people yes. that want to work with you, people that can benefit from the information that you have. Yes. And that's what I have seen has happened to me. Like even, you know, even a lot of clients are not necessarily going to be my accounting clients. I don't need them to be. If I can help people get to the next level or learn how to make and keep money, you know, in a more gentle way that makes them feel good about themselves that they can feel proud of. That's a very valuable teaching yeah. right there and training and you know it's funny because a lot of uh coaches um i've noticed and i've struggled with it myself is that um that chasing mentality of you know where's the next client coming from and shifting that from that the chasing mentality or the hunting mentality to the open to receive mentality and just knowing, just having that knowing, like Stacy says, know like you know, like you know, 
that that client or clients will come in. Exactly. Um, and, and having that, that deep um, belief and truth is, is transformative for sure. That's when, that's when big things happen. Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to share a story that is like um, a different kind of story, but it is something that happened recently. So recently my, my business partner and I were working with somebody on Facebook ads mm -hmm. and we were paying, well, what I consider to be a substantial amount of money. We were paying her $2,000 a month and $600 a month for the ads. And the ads were supposed to produce at least like email signups. You know, not, I didn't need to sell anything or whatever. And, you know, and we had gone through three months and I thought we had this email list built up, you know, because I don't deal with the back end of stuff. And then my business partner tells me, you know, we're talking and I said, okay, so what do we have that's tangible? Like we've spent 7,200 or well, more than 7,200, 1,800 plus 6,000. Okay. So $7,800. What? can we see that's tangible from this? Mm -hmm. Do you know that there was nothing, Ugh. nothing tangible? Well, I was like, and I had already prepaid for the next month of service. For mm. her. And I said to her, you know what? I need you to stop now. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? And we need to have a meeting. And I just said, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm very unhappy. Like I don't look to spend this kind of money to receive no results. You know, like yeah. this isn't working for me mm -hmm. and, you know, and I would like you to refund the money, you know, that of the month that you didn't work that, that you previews and, and, and let's be clean. No, she bought me on it. So now we're in a dispute on PayPal over it. Okay. <laughs> and the reason that I'm bringing this up is because had I not decided that it was important to look at what was tangible and to look at the numbers and to look at the results of all this money that I spent, mm -hmm. how much more money would mm -hmm. I have ended up throwing at this issue that I would have lost and nothing would be coming back. So then we had another, now we have another Facebook person. This person came in and explained what this other person set up and how the reason that there was no tangible results is because it wasn't set up for tangible results. So what I understood was not only was I paying her top dollar because she was only working, you know, part-time for us, but she didn't even know what she was doing. Now, when I was in the dispute process with her, one of the interesting things she shared with me is that as soon as I said to her that we don't want to work with her anymore, and let her go that all of a sudden she got new clients okay now she was listening to money vision quest mm. so i was laughing to myself and my partner was laughing saying oh my god this is money vision quest at work so i said to her congratulations money vision quest is working for you yeah you're because you have to be open to receive like those that are better connected for you you know right she wasn't the right fit for us, you know? Yeah. And so when she, but, and the funny thing is I was the one who released her. She didn't release us mm. and we're still in this dispute, right? <laughs> because I have to wait for PayPal to, to decide. And yeah. I'm not attached to the outcome either way. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to be fine whether I get the money back or not. Right. Right. But yeah. 
but the point is, is like that even works on people who like, I don't, if I don't even care for the person anymore, money vision quest is still going to work on them and I have no say so. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's not about me at all. No, that's not about me. No. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So well, it really works on its own, yeah. you know, like, and, and, but having these awarenesses, like to me, these are tools. And the, the beautiful thing about this is like, you could take all the tools that you learned, you know, when you were in up in your money mindset game, and you could do those tools at any time. And you yeah. can actually self heal. All, at any time, you know, if you have money blocks or if you know that you have some things that need to be cleared out, mm -hmm. it's more fun to do with other people. That's the truth. Yeah, right? and, <laughs> absolutely. And it's a cool, it's a cool thing, you know, to do. I mean, I'm it's thinking about having like a with situation you, sure. of like where we just all play with clearing money blocks, like in a membership every month. That's yeah. not expensive, but just places to go so that we have those reminders. Like we don't need to get stuck in the muck. Yeah. It's not yeah, necessary, and it's so, right? It's so easy to get stuck in the muck when it's not top of mind. Exactly, exactly. For sure, yeah. What do you feel that clearing money blocks, I mean, I would love to hear, you know, your, you know, like your experience with clearing money blocks, like what you feel that you went through, like what kind of metamorphosis, because I feel like you had a big metamorphosis. You're like a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's funny because, like, I feel like I didn't even, like, engage as much as I wanted to in the program just because I had so much else going on. So I'm, like, looking at it, like, imagine if I really, like, really do engage. But um, for me, the biggest thing was realizing, like, recognizing some blocks like I can't think right now of what the specific ones were but I remember that there was one or two that I went holy shit I had no idea that was there at all um and knowing that that was there allowed me to allowed me to release it and you know a, a lot of those ones came from you know what I learned growing up um, right about money being and and also uh, i think one of the biggest things was um about money being evil like rich people are um are evil um because as we know there are elites in this world that are doing some pretty evil things but there's also people who are very wealthy who are doing amazingly good things for humanity so exactly it was just, it was eye-opening to me to go, oh my gosh, yeah, I've, I've blocked money from coming in because I believe, I had this crazy belief down deep that if I became wealthy, that I was going to turn into this horrible person. And it's like, I am who I am. Like, I'm just going to be who I be <laughs> no matter what. Exactly. And yeah, and it allowed me to, you know, get this severance from from a job that I was really ready to, to release from. And, um, you know, it was a culmination of, of a lot of things. And, and I think the money blocks was going through this program was like kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back to allow the flow, like it, the dam broke, I guess, yes. kind of thing. I like that. Um, and because now I have the ability to, 
pursue things like this podcast and, and my coaching business and my store, like things, like I said, multi-passionate things that I want to do that speak to my soul. I now have the freedom to do that. Um, and it was, it's just like, I, like I said, I'm still in awe that this, that this happened, but it's, it's encouraging and inspiring and um, just makes me realize that there's so much more. If I can manifest this, then holy crap, what else can I manifest? You know, I'm exactly. more powerful exactly. than I ever realized. Right. And it can be anything. Mm -hmm. Like you don't even have to like limit yourself by putting like a number on it. Like, yeah. you know, one of the things that like, I think that goal setting is good. Okay. Mm -hmm. To a point. Like, I think, you know, understanding, like, if you want to do, like, 20% more or whatever, and maybe you want to, you know, cut back in expenses in certain areas and increase expenses in other areas, you know, because those are the things that make you make more money in your business or help you maintain your business. I totally understand that. The thing is, is, like, when you have mindset shifts, you don't focus on, like, budgets the way that mm. I look at it. Like, so I believe in having money plans and understanding what you did versus what you planned, but not to use it as a tool to beat yourself up, but as a tool to inform you so that yes. you actually know what's really going on with your finances. It's like, I can tell you that right now, almost every single entrepreneur that I've ever worked with in my entire life, and there has to be more than a thousand, I'm going to say that, okay? Mm -hmm. They all, like 99% of them can all tell you how much money they have made either so far this year or what they make every month, okay? Mm -hmm. They can all tell you that. Not one of them can tell you how much they spend or what they spend it on every month. Yeah. None. So there is a big awareness of income and then we are basically blindly or um, not blindly, but... Um, unconsciously or subconsciously spending we're yes. just going out and do and doing the spending like we're just going out you know we plop the credit card down you know and then all of a sudden we get a bill one day and it's like what you know like oh my god how many times did i spend on that credit card how did that bill get so high right mm -hmm. like and then pretty soon like you've spent all the money so like the, the mindset or the mentality when you have money blocks is this so if you, let's say you have your banks online, okay? So let's say your banking is online and you're looking at your bank account. The mentality behind that is, this is how much money I have to spend. Whatever number you see in your bank account, you look at that and in your, the back of your head, it's like, this is how much I have to spend. Right. When you look at a credit card and you see like the available limit on it, in your mind, it's like, this is how much I have to spend. You're not even spending your own money in that case. You are borrowing money. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have that money to spend if you're not paying off your credit cards right regularly or at least, you know, responsibly. Bless you. Yes. So it's, it's just so interesting, like, how people think about money, how they think about when they see it, like, what the actual mindset is in the background that's really yeah. Versus what we think is running. Mm. Like most mm -hmm. people think, oh, they think that that's how much they save. Mm. Yeah. 
But most of the time, it's it's not savings, right? It's in a checking account, and it's money that's going to go in and out. Yes. Yeah. Unless you're looking at an investment account, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole different way of looking at looking at wealth and abundance and all of those things. And it's, uh, I know for me, like your course has made a huge difference to me. And, um, and I obviously know a lot of the other folks who, who went through it with me and they've had some pretty amazing shifts and, and crazy big things happen too. So um, I, I wanna thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing your story and you know how, how this all kind of works. And just remind me, recap for everybody, the three ways that, that money blocks kind of show up. Just as okay. a recap. So the first way that money blocks show up is you were born with them because you inherited them from your ancestors who right. went through you know, struggles and hardship and poverty and different kinds of things and basically passed down all of the feelings and beliefs that they had in their bodies at that time and it basically passed down from generations. The second right. way is the messages that we get from other people that we end up in turn telling ourselves, right? The little voices inside our head. Right. So sometimes it's in thought form. It's not always in like actual, you know, where you actually hear it. Um, right. And then there are the life experiences that we have that make us feel like a failure. And so we then translate that into, you know, breaking ourselves down and beating ourselves up and, re- and thinking that, you know, we are worthless. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think you are going to be doing running the course again soon. I think next week. Is, yes. It's nine, nine. In, yes. Yes. On next Wednesday. Oh my God. We're going to be doing yes. this on Wednesday and I'm so excited to do it. I can't wait to see um, what comes up in round two. You know, I'm going to, I do this with you guys. So like the fun part for me is like, I do all these things with you guys. So as you guys are doing them, I'm doing them too, you know, and all of the practices and stuff like that. It's like, I'm doing them. And sometimes I do them in, you know, in the physical realm. And sometimes I'm actually doing it in the energetic realm, trying to do it in like multiple universes so that it expands out. And so it's been a crazy fun time doing this. I love it too, you know, and I love that everybody is open and they share and that they get to, you know, have good things happen to them too. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. everybody wins. That's how I look at it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, like these, these are skills that I will and everybody else that goes through will take, will take um, with us and be able to reuse. So we will share in the show notes the uh, the link to learn about uh, upping your money mindset and also um, the Money Vision Quest meditation, which is um, a phenomenal, even on its own, is is amazing. <laughs> um, so thank you again, Bonnie, so much for sharing, and uh, I'm uh, I'm very excited to to share this information with everybody. I think it's it's so many people don't realize how much money money blocks are are holding them back in their lives and and keeping them in victim uh, mode versus power. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much.